You're listening to a Sunday morning message by Authentic Church. Happy New Year. Welcome back. It's our first official service of 2023 and at the start of a new year it's always a good opportunity to reset, refocus and remind ourselves of why we're here, both in life and in church. Now to help us do that today we're going to look at the two what are called the greats in the Bible which is the great commandment and the great commission and they're not just any commandment or commission because that's why they're called great. These greats help set them apart and reinforce their importance. They're important for us in life and for living but they're also important for us in authentic church. In autumn 2019, when we'd left our previous church, we felt called to pioneer a new church. But before we started that, we wanted to pray and seek God and talk to God about what's church for? What's it all about? We wanted to make sure we majored on the majors and didn't major on the minors. So we started um, praying and studying and seeking God. After doing this, we tried to define and write down, well, what are we about as a church? And we wrote this down. Authentic Church, we believe our primary purpose, both as a church family and as individual members, is to fulfil the great commandment and the great commission, as Jesus instructed. And when we looked at the life of Jesus, he fulfilled them. He fulfilled them perfectly. And then when we looked at the church, the early church, the first church in Acts, we discovered they fulfilled them really well as well. Now, all of that statement is a bit of a mouthful. So we summed it up and made it really simple. So we have a simple purpose at Authentic Church, which we call or we write as to continue what Jesus started. And we see that being lived out in five key ways. Loving God, loving others sharing the good news, belonging together and learning and growing. And you'll notice on our poster, effectively, love, share, belong is what we feel is important things for us as a church. And next week, Tammy is going to expand on those five things. Today, I'm just going to look at the two greats. So what are they? So firstly, there's the great commandment. And the great commandment was spoken by Jesus in response to some scholars and some experts in the law who understood all the rules and regulations. And they kind of tested him to say, well, out of all of these, which are the most important? And in fact, in Luke's gospel, one uh, expert in the law actually started the question with, What must I do to receive eternal life? So the great commandment came from Jesus being asked, what is the most important thing to do with all the laws and regulations? And this is what he said. This is how Jesus replied. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And that's the version recorded in Mark's gospel. Now, Jesus was really clear that this commandment was critical. He says there is no commandment greater than these. 
In Matthew's gospel, where this is recorded as well, it also, Jesus went on to say, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, there were a lot of laws, and still are a lot of laws in the Old Testament, um, what's called the Jewish Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. To be specific, there were 613 rules and regulations. And Jesus was saying out of all of these 613, the most important, and in fact, if you want to have eternal life, his response was, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength, and love your neighbour as yourself. He was saying all of those commandments were summed up in just those two. So the second great <clears throat> is the great commission. Now Jesus shared this great commission with his followers after he was resurrected from the dead. So we'd had Easter, Jesus had died, he was resurrected, he met his disciples on a mountain and what he said to them was this. And it's interesting because he shared it just before he ascended back to heaven. And again, in, in Matthew's gospel, this is the last thing Jesus has recorded as sharing with his disciples. Now, being a bit morbid for a moment, if you knew that the last words you were going to say were the last words you were ever going to speak to these people face to face, and I'm not saying he died because he didn't, he went up and ascended to heaven, but you know, if these were going to be your last words, you'd kind of want to make sure they counted. You want to make sure you remember what I'm going to say. These are the important words. And this is what he said. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So those are the two greats, the great commandment and the great commission both spoken out by Jesus. And we believe everything we do as individuals and collectively as a church is to fulfil those, the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. And our job as a church and as a fellowship is to equip and support one another to carry those out. To love God and love one another and to love those not here. To go and make disciples, sharing the good news of God's love with everyone we meet. But my next question, and I guess it's a big one, is why? <clears throat> why do we follow and fulfil the great commandment and the great commission? Why be obedient to Jesus? And I think, well, there's two reasons I want to share and explore this morning. I believe the first reason is we should love God with everything. Because when we don't, in my experience, life is just pretty hollow. I've had experiences before I became a Christian at 19 where I was neurotic and paranoid and unsettled and purposelessness. I think I said that right. And during my walk with God, there's been times when I haven't walked very closely with God. And it's during those times, if I can be honest, they're probably the most miserable I've ever been. 
and stealing and adapting a line from Black Adder, who once said, and I've adapted this, life without God is like a broken pencil. Pointless. You can have all the riches in the world and be emptied. You can be the world's biggest sinner and also be empty. If we don't love God with everything we have, if we don't love God, in my experience, life is pretty hollow. In the late 1640s, the Church of England and Scotland wanted to align their beliefs. And they created something called the larger Westminster Catechism. And they wrote down everything they believed in and stood for. But it was apparently a very large and unwieldy tome that the laity couldn't really do anything with. So they created, catchy, the shorter Westminster Catechism. And what they did is they they rewrote it in 107 questions and answers to make it easier to use and easier to process. And the most famous quoted single question is this. What is the chief end of man? What is the chief end of man? And their collective response is this. Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. That was what they boiled it all down to. And in my experience, I think they got it pretty right. So for me, the first reason for fulfilling the great commandment to love God with everything we have is actually it leads to a fulfilled life. It leads to purpose. The second reason why I think we should follow these greats and why they're important for us today is they're actually intrinsically linked. The second part of the great commandment tells us to love our neighbours as ourselves. But what is the greatest love we can ultimately show our neighbours? From my perspective, it's to introduce them to the love of God in Jesus and to make them, if you like, a follower and a disciple of him, which is the Great Commission. There are 2.3 billion Christians, according to the internet, in the world. I think it's 31% of the population of the planet is Christian. And according to the page I was looking at, it was the biggest faith religion um, in the world. Now, 2.3 billion people, one might argue, I would say, can't be wrong. So 2.3 billion people are also loving God and going out and making disciples. We all have a purpose. And that purpose we have inside us is to be fulfilled. We all want to live a life free of guilt and shame and fear and regret. And in my experience, the way to encounter that is to love God with everything we have. And that true love starts with loving his one and only son, Jesus. Jesus who lived a perfect life. Jesus who took all of our rubbish that separates us from God and took it onto himself. Jesus who took that 
to the cross and was crucified. So that our sins, our rubbish could be forgiven. And the Bible tells us that anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. What greater love can we have than to share that good news with our brothers and sisters, with our neighbours who don't know him? The Great Commission is not simply a mandate to go and bash people over the head and make them a Christian, to notch another life saved on the tally sheet. Our motivation for obeying the Great Commission must come out of our love for God. Otherwise, it is just a hollow and empty self-seeking gesture. 1 Corinthians 13 sums it up by saying, We can have all the spiritual gifts in the world, all the prophecy, fathom all mysteries and have all knowledge. We can possess faith that can move mountains. I can give everything I have to the poor and subject my body to hardship. But it says this, I can have all of these things and do all of these things. But if I do not have love, I gain nothing. Therefore, every action we do to help someone must be motivated by love. Our love for God, which takes us back to the great commandment. Love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, spirit and strength. I started today saying that the start of a new year is an opportunity to reset, refocus and remind ourselves of why we're here. We're here to love God with everything we have and to love others. But I can't do this on my own. I need your help. We can achieve this best when we do it together. When I look at the life of the early church, they achieved this. They shared everything they had. They looked out for the poor and the weak, the widows. They loved one another in real practical and demonstrable ways. When I look at the life of Jesus, he loved God with everything he had and he loved his neighbours as himself by giving up his life for them. So that is why we have a simple purpose to sum up what we are about in Authentic Church, which we believe is for us collectively and individually. And it is this, to continue what Jesus started. Amen.